Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Book Talk. Um, so yeah, for this episode of Book Talk, we're kind of just going to compare and contrast Throne of Glass to A Court of Thorns and Roses because those are the two series by Sarah J Mass that we have now officially completed. Crazy. Well, I guess Akatar is still in progress, so not like completed, but we're caught up. Yeah, for the books that are out there, it's completed. Mhm. So do you have any like general thoughts, anything to say regarding the Sarah J Mass universe? I definitely wish I read it when I was like 16, I think. Mm-hmm. That's like the only downside to this series. You mean Throne of Glass? Mm-hmm. You mean just Throne of Glass? No, the whole series. I, I asked like Throne of Glass and Akatar, and you were like, I wish I had read it when I was 16. So oh. like, the series or just the Throne of Glass series? Just the Throne of Glass series. Cool. I was like a little confused. I was like, excuse me? No, no. Akatar can never be ruined for me. Not when you want it. Yes, I agree (laughs) with that. I just feel like the Throne of Glass series didn't have the same impact on me as Akatar did. Just because the first few books I felt were written because they were to be fair written for like teenagers Mm -hmm. and so I just didn't like them very much but if I had read them growing up I think that would have been a like a totally different probably even better honestly same like I think I would like Throne of Glass better than Akatar if I had read it sooner purely because of the characters like realistically like if I were to take every single character from Throne of Glass and every single character from Akatar, I I like all of the characters from Throne of Glass like on average more than the characters in Akatar. Fair. I feel like for me it's just like the inner circle in Akatar, like Reese's inner circle, does not compare to any of the characters in Throne of Glass. Like I like Dorian, mm. I love Manon, but they're just not the same. Mm-hmm. So I just like it's not 
they're they're not really not comparable series. Like if I had to pick one, a hundred percent, I would choose Akatar. But I think that's solely based on the fact that, like, I'm just a bit too old for the series. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Like hands down, I would also pick Akatar. But I don't know, man. Like, I have like a this or that that will do. Like at the end of this episode, and like after this, that like after doing that, and like comparing the characters in Akatar and like Throne of Glass that are like the same, if that makes sense. Almost all of them, Akatar, I prefer, or not Akatar, Throne of Glass, I prefer. This is going to be a huge test to see if I actually retained any information at all. <laughs> as soon as you said this or that, I was like, mm, I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why am um, I getting tested? I think like the main difference for me between the two series is I'm like really upset that I didn't like Throne of Glass more and that I didn't read it sooner purely because of like Aelin's character as a protagonist like, i love aelin as a protagonist I, yeah Feyre's kind of annoying like Feyre <laughs> would be destroyed by aelin no <laughs> questions and yeah i just found like yeah i will forever be disappointed that i didn't read this series sooner but i think if i were to reread this series because I no longer have the same expectations and because like I've read it before and I know what the writing style is like I think I would like it more the second time around um because one it would be quicker to read like I feel like when we when we read books for the podcast we do like try to pay attention um and like try to take notes and like that can like slow down the process of reading so I think when you're reading a book that's for a younger audience or a book that you're not really vibing with it it kind of makes reading really hard. So I feel like maybe also if we had just like read Throne of Glass for funsies and not have to like think about it too much, I also think I would like it a bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess that is the unfair comparison as well because we did read Akatar with net like there was no reason we were reading it. It was just uh, it's a book. I guess I'll read it. <laughs> Yeah, and we were, like, not, we we weren't a fan at the beginning, like, as you guys know, if you've listened to the Akatar episodes, but, like, we didn't really like Akatar in the beginning of the book, and then we were, like, sucked in, like, a quarter of the way in, because we had, like, no expectations, whereas with Throne of Glass, we had really high expectations coming from having read the entire yeah. Akatar series. So, like, reading a book that, like, I think the first book is rated 14 plus or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> which like I didn't I didn't hate it and also just like point blank I think I did enjoy this series better than you but also I do kind of want to call you out because you're like I really didn't like the, these books but I'm pretty sure you consistently rated them like 8 to 8.5 out of 10 <laughs> no I'm not saying I don't like these books I'm just saying I don't like the series as a whole mm-hmm if that makes any sense. But like the thing is, the later books. Yeah, they, they got, got me. Like yeah. I was I was into the later books. It was the beginning where they're like. It was clearly just not intended for me as mm -hmm. their audience. And I knew that while I was reading it and I felt like that while I was reading it. So I was just like, Ugh. so just like collectively, as we now know, only eight books in the series, not nine. <laughs> um, 
I just think like yeah as a whole not for me however individually mm-hmm. I got into it I got yeah. into it at the end no question <laughs> I loved some of them <laughs> and I also I think I told this just to you or maybe I said it in the last episode who knows I have no memory of like when I say things just that I said them but I think with this series being Sarah J Mass's first series it's funny because I feel like when reading the series I like experienced her really finding her genre if that makes sense because when we get to the last books in the series especially the final book I remember we were both like this is what we expect from Sarah J Mass and so it's like it was kind of cool to be like oh like she started out as like trying to write you know young adults for like people in their teens but then you can kind of tell that she found her footing like reading for or not reading writing for people that are more our age which gives me a lot of hope for like crescent city which we will be reading eventually um and i think everyone knows now who has read the books like both just anything from sarah j mass i think we all know now that there's like going to be crossovers between universes and like there's a lot of foreshadowing with that so like i'm excited to re-meet these characters now that sarah j mass has like a really established style if that makes sense yeah it, it was nice reading it and starting to enjoy it more because i went in liking the style that sarah j mass has and then it kind of regressed because it was her first series and i was like oh this is this is not what i wanted mm-hmm. but then you can really tell as soon as she hits her stride and you're like yes this is this is sarah j mass yeah it's like this is what i signed up for like yeah incredible those last books especially the final book fucking gonna be our longest episode ever or potentially two parts we don't know um I still haven't started editing those yet um but yeah I mean that's pretty much all I have to say about the two series as a whole I think Akatar, in my humble opinion is definitely better than Throne of Glass but I personally do like the characters in Throne of Glass a lot more Um, that's just kind of where I stand I think it like we've you know said a lot on this episode it really just has to do with the age that we started reading the books yeah because yeah if I had read Throne of Glass when it came out it would have taken over my life completely definitely (laughs) I would have been even more annoying about it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I'm super excited for Crescent City we will be doing that at some point don't know when we're gonna take a little Sarah JMS break because we did do like obviously it's an eight series book what an eight book series um <laughs> I almost said an eight an eight episode book and I was like episodes are what we do I'm confused I'm lost whatever you're having a day I'm having a time uh but yeah so we're taking a little break from that and um we're going to be definitely reading Crescent City at some point. I'm excited, though, because I feel like it's a little more dystopian than it is fantasy, but it's like fantasy creatures, if that makes any sense. Okay. That's what I'm gathering. I know a, I, my friend Emma has already read the books, so. Okay, I'm going in with nothing. I have no idea what it's about, except for there's mild crossover with the worlds. Yeah, I... 
I'm going in pretty blind. Um, however, I do think that social media has spoiled the end of the second book for me. So when we get there, <laughs> we will just have to see if it is true, then that is an incredible finale to a book. <laughs> um, if it is not true, I will probably I will be a little disappointed, not gonna lie. If you know, you know. Um although at least that way you get to be surprised by the ending. That's true. But honestly, with the ending that I think is the ending, I don't I would rather not be surprised. I would rather know it and have it be a reality. That's how good the ending is. Well, <laughs> well now I need to read it. Yep. Eventually. Maybe, Eventually. maybe let's do like two to four other books. <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot of to read um, books on my list, so. Because they're also, like, thick, so we got to kind of time it um, really well for both of our schools. Because, like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to be able to do Crescent City, like, either book during exam season or, like, if I'm super busy. So we kind of got to plan accordingly. Anywho, are you ready for this or that? <laughs> honestly not really it's not hard <laughs> okay ready okay Akatar or throne of glass Akatar. yeah same Akatar, 100 percent uh valeris or terrison valeris valaris is what i say oh well <laughs> you know none of us none of us as in one of the two of us neither of us know how to say anything Apologies, I will pronounce all of these terms incorrectly. <laughs> also, Valeris or Valaris, whichever, or something completely different. Vilaras, who knows? <laughs> I don't like you. Fair enough. Um, Feyre or Aelin? Aelin, 100%. No question. I feel like Feyre is one of those characters that's like. I just always think of, um, fuck, I forget her name, from the Vampire Diaries. Oh, Elena. Elena. And, like, I'm watching, Emma recommended this show to me, Shadow and Bone, on, not Shadow and Bone, Secret Bone? I don't fucking know. City of Bones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're watching. Shadow Hunters? I don't know. If people listening, if you know, you know. But like the main character in that is also kind of the same. Like just like a really annoying, like ugh, just so fucking just makes terrible decisions. And you're like, why? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's that's the vibe. Okay, Amron or Manon? Manon. hundred percent. I know Me that's too. not a shock to you. A hundred percent. Um, what did we find out? Manon's name is actually pronounced as oh yeah it's supposed to be Manon <laughs> oh yeah no. oh. absolutely Manon. not I feel like sometimes when I read the way a name is supposed to be pronounced if like I will change it if I'm like oh that does make more sense and that does sound better but like Manon sounds ugly to me and it's hard to say and I just think Manon sounds better. So I will never change it. Yeah, I just like, Manon doesn't make sense to me for like the visual I've created. <laughs> and also I read the whole series with Manon. So mm. it ruins that if I switch it up. I also feel like it's different, like, because sometimes when we pronounce things, like, I'm pretty sure every time we 
pronounced Sardothian, like Selena Sardothian, we would go a Sardothian, and we would just like mumble it because we didn't actually know how to pronounce it. So when we heard it, we were like, ah, cool. I will say that now. Yeah, it only, it's only when I'm like definitive in my own pronunciation that like the correct one cannot be what I accept anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, I think we both know our answers to this one, but Reese or Rowan? <laughs> Reese. See, that's the thing for me. It's no question. No one, none of the characters in Throne of Glass compare to Reese. Mm-hmm. So I just, I can't, I can't like the series as much. Because of one character? <laughs> Reese is literally the best. <laughs> it For me, it's like, if you were to ask me what, who my favorite character is in all of the Sarah J. Mass universe, it would be Reese. And like, but to be fair, Manning is like a very close second for me. Um, See, I don't have enough. Um, tra- like, obviously, I'm not saying that Manning does not have significant tragedy in her storyline. Uh- However, I am saying <laughs> the sadness that we got from Reese you know I like a sad grumpy man it's just like something about having the extensive backstory that we have on Reese in mm-hmm. comparison to the characters in Throne of Glass I just don't think we have the same level of history and that's why I like him more it's true I feel like we definitely got a lot of a lot more character backstory in Akatar. that's definitely true more Lysandra. Lysandra immediately. Me too, Lysandra. I, and that, that's saying something, because you know I loved more when reading Akatar for the first time. However, I think we're going to eventually find out what happened between Moore and Eris. Mm-hmm. And I think and that's horse. what I mean by background. If we get more background and I like it, it might switch. That's true. I will, yeah, definitely. I was going to say the exact same thing because I think we're going to, there was a lot of seeds planted for Moore's character development. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but even then, I don't know, man, I loved Lysandra's plot line. Like it, I think it was one of the, the best written plot lines in the entire Throne of Glass series because we saw her character development from when she was like a young asshole to Aelin and they like hated each other. And then we saw, like, all the tragic backstory and, like... Yeah, she's the only character that I think I have, like, enough context on. Mm-hmm. Where I am, like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Amarantha or Maeve? Hmm. Hmm. Who do I like better? Who do you, I would I would rephrase it as like who is a better villain like who is a cooler villain or who is like you know I think Maeve is a cooler villain I think she is evil but like calculated evil like mm-hmm. some of her things were just so twisted and messed up and you're like what <laughs> who even thinks to do that um whereas I think Amarantha was more just mean you know like she wanted to kill some people i feel like amarantha is also like kind of similar with like a lot of the characters in throne of glass like 
I didn't get enough backstory on Amarantha, whereas like with Maeve, we kind of got her whole thing. You know? Yeah. I'm going to go with Maeve as well, just because I feel like also Maeve likes like Amarantha was like totally a villain because it was just in the first book that she was there. But there was like for Maeve, I was like, I don't think she's like she was just kind of like a side villain in the early parts of the series. And then briefly, I thought she might actually be a good person. And then she turns out she was just like actually the worst. So I feel like we got some waves with Maeve that we didn't get with Amarantha. Character development. Yeah. Very negative character development, but it, <laughs> it developed. <laughs> I consistently say this word incorrectly, um, but we'll go for it. The Surreal? I think that's right. Or Abraxas? This one is hard, just because for me, this is the only one that like doesn't, like they don't really compare to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I don't think they're equal however i don't think i cared deeply about the surreal however when he she when oh. they died um <laughs> i think we did decide to go gender neutral for the yeah, no idea but <laughs> yeah when they died obviously devastating mm-hmm. but i didn't love the surreal at any point Same. whereas abraxas when he almost died i was like this is the end of the world I, I, um, like, yeah, when Abraxos was about to die, I almost stopped reading this fucking book. <laughs> like, if Abraxos died, I was just like, okay, um, that was a pointless death, and I hate you, Sarah J. Mass, and I will never finish this book without Abraxos alive. So I would have to choose Abraxos. But I do love the surreal, but it just, like, it doesn't compare to me, and I have a much deeper love for the, for Abraxos than the surreal. I think the surreal was, like, funny and, like, a good plot driver but but abraxas has my heart yeah it's a little less about like and also abraxas had fucking character development the serial didn't well serial kind of did too well i guess well i mean only because they they were dying (laughs) it's not the same development i think they still had some development though yeah a little but, like, Abraxos had a mate. No, it was very cute. And then she died. But, yeah, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to, like, imagine if, like, the next Akatar book came out or, like, a new book for Throne of Glass came out. It, for me, it's just not, like, a comparison of how excited I would be. Like, I would throw throne of glass out the window if i had to (laughs) i would never read the next book if there it had to be one or the other like it wouldn't be a question same but for me it was but for me i would feel a little bit upset if i had to choose just one next book to read i would i would be a little upset to not read the next throne of glass book yeah i would still be like goodbye (laughs) and lucky me there is another akatar book coming (laughs) Yeah, hopefully it comes out soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I wonder if it will be different when, like, Akatar is also complete. So, like, say we have the two complete series. Um, we obviously don't know what that looks like because Akatar isn't complete yet. But uh, depending how Akatar ends, like, it could be 
throne of glass easy as a t- contender for if they were to like be two co- complete series and then like which one would you rather read you know that's true i feel like because throne of glass is complete and obviously we didn't like the second last book it, like threw everything off mm-hmm. there's just things in the entire series that you're like mm, that's how you wrapped it up but Akatar doesn't have any of those issues because it's open-ended still yeah um, so you're right actually there could be <laughs> I could have some hot issues <laughs> <laughs> but also I feel like Sarah J Mass has probably learned from her mistake because like Tower of Dawn is a very widely hated book to the point where a lot of people just don't read it <laughs> like so I feel like Sarah J Mass has probably learned from her mistakes I should hope because I don't I don't ever want to read the equivalent to that I also wonder if that's why the novella was so short or like instead of making it like a whole book maybe that's why she chose to do a novella to bridge the stories instead of a book like she did with Throne of Glass you know yeah I think (laughs) that's definitely a possibility I feel like if you know like a piece of your work is like that widely disliked I would definitely consider changing it as well so yeah I would definitely if I knew how that people really hated like a 650 page book of mine and like the whole point of the book was to kind of like bridge two storylines like up to the final book which is very similar to the novella when you think about it but I would definitely go with the same route (laughs) to be fair we did have a huge problem with the novella as well (laughs) it's true but at least it was short that's the difference you know I would much rather read a shitty like 100 page book than a shitty 600 page book. Agreed. Okay, do you want to wrap? Do you have anything else to add? Um, no, not really. I thought it was a good series. Nothing to write home about, but the last book, I would write home about that series as a whole. It was good. Um, yeah, final thoughts for me. Um, honestly, same. Definitely like Akatar better than Throne of Glass. Uh, just because of the writing style. Unfortunately, we read this a little too late in our lives. Um, however, I'm super excited and I really, really hope that these characters come back in future Sarah J. Mass books if there's going to be crossovers. Um, yeah i guess that's all i got well if you want to follow us on social media it's at bookbevies uh for instagram and twitter and bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries and don't forget to rate review and subscribe thanks for listening thanks for listening planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.